uploading the virus. Eagle One, the package is being delivered. Hello out there in cyberspace. Roblox is one of the most popular and profitable video games ever created. And unless you've got kids, there's a decent chance you've probably never heard of it. Now, what makes it so engaging is that it's a place where players develop and sell their own games and items. There's an eternal economy and culture that's built around it. Roblox is, dare I say, a metaverse all its own. Now, lurking at the edges of this metaverse is a group of people called Beamers. You can see in our lovely photo there. With so many items floating around the Roblox economy, with so much cash, and so many of them owned by children, well... That is a target an unscrupulous hacker can hardly pass up. I'm Matthew Galt, and this is Cyber. Here to walk us through what's going on is Motherboard staff writer Joseph Cox. The underworld, the underground world of Roblox is the subject of his newest piece on the site, How Roblox Beamers Get Rich Stealing from Children. JC, thank you again so much for coming on to the show. Thank you. And my favorite topic, Roblox. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the hacking around it is very interesting. Yeah. How long have you... You've been working on this for a while, right? A couple of weeks? Uh, yeah, a couple of weeks. Like, it started with an initial tip that SIM swappers, people who hijack phone numbers, uh, were moving onto something called Roblox Beaming. And I had no idea what that meant. And obviously, we'll go into the details shortly. Uh, completely anonymous tip from somebody. I don't know who they were, so I didn't include them in the story. But they sent me some YouTube videos uh, of this Roblox beaming. And it's basically stealing items uh, in this virtual game. And that's how that's how it all kicked off a few weeks ago. Yeah, that's, so that's one of the wildest parts to me. And I think we'll get deeper into this a little bit later in the conversation. But that um, they're bra- people are bragging about crime on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean that that happens in some other ways as well. You know, you'll have YouTube removing legitimate educational videos, and then some people will make YouTube videos flaunting their crimes in the same way. You know, you have criminals on Instagram or whatever. Um, that's just social media meets cybercrime. You know. I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, we could do a whole episode on uh, Instagram beefs and music and murder, but let's set that aside and focus on Roblox here. What? Mm-hmm. For people that don't know or haven't heard of this, what is Roblox? Roblox is basically a gaming platform. It is not an individual game that you download and play. It is an application that the user downloads, but then they can access millions, tens of millions of different games made by ordinary people, creators, right? So... As you said at the top of the show, it is pretty much like a metaverse, you know. Uh, and when you create a Roblox account, you have a character uh, in a very distinctive blocky style, kind of like uh, a Lego character, I guess. And you can earn items, maybe a nice hat, a fedora, uh, maybe different pants or something, or, or various items. And obviously then you take this avatar and you walk around the virtual worlds, or you interact with uh, the ones that are more straightforwardly games you know there's a hide and seek mode or a murder mystery mode or something like that so you have this massive platform where people are developing games not just for fun because it turns out you can actually do it for profit or at least generate revenue as well if you've made a game you can monetize it uh, by selling special abilities or items you know other sorts of microtransactions that plenty of people will be familiar with who play you know um just other video games they're, they're so abundant and, and ubiquitous nowadays uh, but the 
Roblox gets a cut of those microtransactions, but so does the person selling the item and the person who created it. And sometimes the seller and the creator are the same person. So that is the legitimate side of the Roblox business. You know, Roblox is worth over $60 billion now. Uh, a truly massive company that the tech press probably hasn't paid enough attention to. And then under that, underneath that legitimate business is where you have these beamers that we looked into. You know, it's, it's, it's fascinating because Emmanuel... Uh... Uh, one of our editors has always kind of had one eye on Roblox and mm-hmm. has constantly been pushing for us to get to to get these Roblox stories. And I, I've done a couple of them. And every time I look into this, it's always something just so there's like this bizarre and seamy underbelly of this children's game. And part of me wonders if it's because it has this internal economy and there's so much creative freedom. And that's part of it. Right. Mm hmm. Um, sure, for sure, and, and and I mean Emmanuel was the editor on this piece as well, and really appreciate him being so careful with it uh, and leading it. And just briefly on that, I've done I think one other Roblox piece before, which is where we showed that a hacker or scammer bribed a Roblox employee to access accounts on the back end. So we already knew there was a criminal element here, but then we expanded upon it in this piece. Yeah. So do we have any idea how big the player base is? How many kids are playing it? Uh, the figure or the phrase that gets thrown around ever since it was in some coverage, you know, in the past couple of years is that basically half of all children in America play Roblox in some form. You know, I don't think that necessarily means they're all whales, you know, buying tons of microtransactions, but this is a, a hyper-popular gaming platform. And I think the comparison would be better in a way, to something like Steam. You know what I mean? You, Lots of people interact with Steam. You wouldn't say they play Steam. They play games through that launcher, right? Roblox is almost more like a launcher in some ways. Right, but it has... There is, like, an aesthetic component to it, right? Like, every Roblox game kind of looks the same. Like, you're in this mm. Lego or Playmobil world interacting with different games and worlds that other people have made, right? So it, it's this interesting space that... It's very much like Second Life was, but for but aimed at kids and like more refined, right? Yeah, um, totally. As you say, it's a very vibrant um, spread of these games, but they all basically do look the same. And you'll have games that really break through into popularity, like Murder Mystery Two, which I understand is a really, really popular one now. You know, the vast majority are not going to be very popular at all if there's millions or tens of millions of games, but people are still making them either for themselves or to make money. Why I'm gonna ask you this first, actually. So if you are somebody that's dedicated to making Roblox content, um what kind of money are we talking about? What can you earn here? Uh, I mean, if you professionalize it and you streamline it, uh, and this is more, I think, if you're, you sort of change into a studio and you probably hire people, I mean, you can make millions. This is a legitimate business opportunity and a way to get into game development, not just then to go make games for other platforms, but you can just be a professional Roblox game developer in and of itself, you know, as a very lucrative uh, business. Are we talking like millions of dollars, 500, you know, like, do we have any number, any idea of what the numbers are like? Or am I putting I, it on the I would, No, I would say that for the individual studios, it's going to be closer to the millions rather than the hundreds of millions, because Roblox recently said that something like all of its creators who are earning money were going to get something like 500 million in total, 
you know, so that's not like one developer, that is across the entire ecosystem. So I put it down on the millions, tens of millions potentially per developer, not the hundreds of millions necessarily, although there may be some breakout cases, but there's a lot of developers getting a slice uh, in various degrees of that 500 million. All right, so what is beaming? Beaming is the term given to when a hacker will break into the Roblox account, which is obviously the account itself when you log into a website, but the character that is associated with that account and steal all the items. They will get in, they will start a trade with another account that they control, and they'll do, well, I'm going to take these really valuable items like this hat and this set of armor or something, and from my account, I'm going to give them, I don't know, 500 Robux or some Peasley sum, which is the in-game currency uh, or on-platform currency of Roblox. Uh, Roblox. So then they'll make that trade, uh, they get the items, and here they could um, keep them if they want, but realistically, Roblox... If the issue is reported to them, they're probably going to interfere and um, return the items. The next layer down after the hacking are these marketplaces and these Discord servers where people sell those beamed items for real money and for cryptocurrency, which is against Roblox uh, terms of use. You can only sell items, trade items for Robux if you're following the legitimate trade. Uh, You can't sell it for Bitcoin, which is what these people are doing. Real quick, I wanted to back up. So the internal economy, just to be clear, it's all in Robux, right? It's all in this uh, this this internal premium currency that they've developed. Uh, that is kind of that's what their economy runs on inside Roblox, right? But there is an exchange rate um, for a Robux. It's uh, I've got it pulled up here. It's a fraction of a penny for every Robux, right? Mm-hmm. Which doesn't sound like much, but it it, it can add up pretty quickly. Right. Yes. So as you say, the the legitimate economy is basically all in Robux. And I in that I include people trading items between themselves, you know, player to player. I want to sell my hat to you for a thousand Robux or whatever. That is done in that on-platform currency. Uh, as is the microtransactions when I'm a game developer and I sell somebody a fancy hat or whatever, that's also in Robux. But at the point when you're a game developer, a a Roblox game developer, and you have enough Robux in your uh, account, I think it's 50,000, at that point you are eligible to cash out officially via Roblox itself. And that's where the exchange rate comes in. Because, oh, you've earned all of this robux from selling microtransactions legitimately in your game we will now give you an an avenue to cash that out to us dollars and that's how the game developers are making the millions and millions of dollars but you can only do that once you're of of a particular size and you have to be accepted into that program all right so it is against the terms of uh of service uh from the roblox corporation to sell these items and to sell things for actual money. It all has to be conducted in Robux. Um, Mm -hmm. So part of what Beamers are doing is circumventing all of that, right? And creating like this shadow economy um, where things are being traded for actual money and for cryptocurrency. Um, Can you tell me what limiteds are and the kind of things that are being sold in these markets? So limiteds is like a colloquial term used in the Roblox community just to mean 
items that are rare or they come in a finite quantity. And these can be sold by uh, Roblox itself. You know, if Fisher is a company, maybe there's a little hat that says Roblox on it and they come with a serial number, uh, which, you know, obviously if you have a lower serial number, if you have the number four of the hat or something, that's probably going to be more attractive to you potentially. Um, you can also get limited through games themselves. You know, the murder mystery one has uh, various different weapons and that sort of thing that you can trade as well. Uh, but of course, they're sparseness and rarity is what can make them valuable just like anything else you know off platform in the in the in the physical world right so limited specifically is what people are trying to trade uh, what people are trying to source and what beamers are trying to hack and sell as well because that's where the value is going to be it's funny because it sounds like we talk about these items with serial numbers and you know limited editions it sounds so much like what Ubisoft wants to do with NFTs in its games um, that I wonder, like, you know, this is a rhetorical question you don't have an answer to. I wonder if companies like Blizzard and like Ubisoft look at what's happening in Roblox and kind of um, attempt to adapt in, in the near future. But that's you know, the whole side conversation about the future of the industry we don't have to get into here. All right. So mm-hmm. what kind of what? Is it just, is it hats? What is actually being physically stolen here? Or physically stolen? There's weirdly stolen? a lot of hats. Digitally, <laughs> yes. digitally stolen. Yes, digitally stolen. Uh, it is weirdly a lot of hats. Fedoras, specifically, I mentioned those earlier, but they seem to be a particular valuable item on Roblox. I mean, one um, sold on one particular marketplace allegedly went for over $13,000. Uh, you have other ones that will go for 2K, 3K, 5K. Um, they're pretty uh, valuable. There are some other hats as well, uh, which I didn't include just because they were a little less valuable. Uh, there's some emoji faces as well. You know, it's just all the sort of stuff you would expect to put on to a digital character or um, avatar. Uh, you know, if something was rarer than fedoras or something, they would probably be more valuable uh, as well, you know? Um, so... Yeah, it's just anything that you can customize um, a character with, really. So you spend a lot of time in the last few weeks in these Discord groups that where mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff takes place. Do we have any idea, like how many did you see? Do we have any idea how big this economy is? How many different groups there are? Yeah, I mean, I I, I won't switch through the groups right now just in case it screws up my call here. But uh, I'm in, you know, something like 10 discord servers which were all dedicated to this that was nowhere near uh all of the ones i could have entered there were plenty more uh, it was very very simple to find them uh and in these discord groups dedicated to beaming there were at least hundreds of people you know in individual servers sometimes you're in multiple servers at the same time um but there's a lot of activity, a lot of people trading methods, a lot of people dumping uh, login tokens of victim accounts that they've stolen, uh, a lot of people offering items for sale. Um, and then with the marketplaces, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a minute, there were, you know, thousands of people uh, online in those marketplaces. And, and, you know, to be clear, not all of those are going to be beamers necessarily or people who want to buy items sourced from hacking. Maybe they're people who just trade um, Roblox items, but it's it's likely 
that uh, like a chunk of those are beamers as well but yeah you know a mix between hundreds and thousands of people in these communities and that's just what i saw online at the time you know i haven't um, I'm, i'm not omnipresent in these groups it's just what i saw hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. So how does somebody's Roblox account get hacked? This was the thing that surprised me the most. I think there is a real, really surprising depth of sophistication to the tactics that hackers are using to get into these accounts. First off, there's phishing. And you may think, oh, that sounds very basic and boring. In one way it is, but in another, they are buying insanely powerful phishing domains. You know, there's roblox.com, but then with just an accent above the O. There's, I think, roblox.com.af that they managed to buy. Um, www-roblox.com. You know, very convincing phishing domains that... I don't really like to generalize, but they may be more efficient um, against people who aren't paying attention when they're gaming or perhaps younger people as well. I don't think that's fair for me to say, but you you see what I'm getting at in that these domains can be very convincing to somebody who may just look at them in passing. Uh, You have that. Uh, and they'll send those phishing links to people in Discord servers, as you ex- uh, as expect. But sometimes the social engineering and the hacking actually reaches into Roblox itself with the hacker controlling their digital avatar, walking up to the victim, saying, oh, your outfit is sick, or it looks really cute. Uh, I'm a 3D artist, and I'd love to draw something for your avatar. You just need to give me your rendering code or something like that. And they tell them, you know, you go into your browser, you find this, they hand it over, and it's actually a login token, um, which plenty of people uh, fall victim to. You go through on Roblox forums and, and independent forums as well, and there's plenty of people complaining about losing their HAR file, which is the, the file that contains the, the chunk of JSON data that allows the, the browser to stay logged in. So people are, are grabbing that. As I mentioned at the top, SIM swapping appears to be an issue as well. Spoke to a victim who during the hijacking of her account, lost service on her cell phone. It says uh, no SIM, which is a very uh, indicative sign of SIM swapping. Um, And then you have various other techniques as well, such as faking PayPal invoices or payment confirmations to send to Roblox itself saying, hey, look, uh, I'm in control of the PayPal account, which is linked to this Roblox account. You need to give me access. And apparently that works as well. So there's just such a varied um series of approaches um to this that i was genuinely surprised by and it's what made me interested you know that pulled me i was like okay this is cool now now i can get into writing about this well because they're they're pulling out all the stops it's all the classic hacking tricks right but aimed at you know we don't know how many of them are children but it's a game for children right in in this kind of pseudo unregulated marketplace Right. So it's, it's the, a lot of the protections and, and, and laws that you would traditionally think of as being in place to stop this kind of fraud from happening or at least punishing people after it's done are not really in place here. 
it's super fascinating. And you, the other thing that, that really struck me is that you talked to a bunch of the people that are doing the hacking. Um, mm-hmm. you, you've got quotes like I go to servers with rich idiots, then message every single one of them. What were these, what, what were these people like? What were, why are they doing this? Um, they were unusually difficult to talk to. Usually I don't actually have much of an issue reaching out to SIM swappers or hackers or data sellers or something like that. These people, um, didn't really see the point of speaking to a journalist. And I don't know if that was because of their age or not. You know, I did get the, uh, indication that some of them were pretty young, uh, younger than some of the hackers I'm, I'm used to speaking to. And I, you know, I speak to, you know, late teens hackers a fair bit when, when sim swapping was getting popular among teenagers, uh, difficult to talk to, but it seems that, some of them like to flex as in, in the discord channels where you can post, uh, you know, your wins, your victories, that sort of thing. Uh, people were sharing screenshots of items they stole and people going, Oh, that's sick. That sort of thing. Um, so a mixture probably of, um, cash if, if they're in the trading bit, but definitely some flexing as well, you know, and I think one of them told me, I didn't put this in the piece, but one of them said, you know, it's always, it's been my dream to be a hacker. So, you know, in the very stereotypical way that we talk about people getting to hacking through, you know, particular hobbies or, or reverse engineering stuff, this may be a interesting spot where people will first discover hacking uh, if they're doing a little bit of fraud on Roblox. Can you tell me a little bit about how, what, what makes someone a target? Um, so it can be a mix. It can be either that you just happen to get the phishing message and you're in the Discord server, or it can be that you are holding on to some of those limiteds that we were talking about earlier. You can go on to, I think you can do this on Roblox's official website and certainly some third-party ones, uh, which are presumably just using Roblox APIs. But you can just look up a user and see what is in their inventory. You can see the items they're currently wearing. You can see what else they're holding. And uh, on some websites, you can actually search by item as well. So if you typed in a specific descriptor for, I don't know, a specific fedora, you could see all the people who actually held that item. Obviously, that makes target selection pretty easy if you were looking for a specific item. Whether you'd be able to hack that particular person is sort of the next step and a different question, but it's pretty trivial to find somebody that you may actually want to target. Tell me about, you kind of have like a victim case study uh, in here towards the bottom of the piece. Tell me about head rows and what happened to them. Headrose is uh, the the developer um, who I mentioned a little bit earlier who believes that she was uh, targeted through sim swapping. Now, she her account was particularly valuable, as I mentioned, because she was a developer. So she's going to have potentially access to certain limiteds and probably a lot of Robux as well, you know, be that from selling own creations or working on other projects or whatever so even the people in that legitimate economy of roblox with the developments and and the microtransaction all that they can be targeted by the shadow economy which sits underneath it as well it's not just if you're a roblox player if anything you may be more attractive if you're a developer or if you're in the legitimate economy so can you tell me a little bit more about the like what is the json for exactly and how does that give someone access to another person's account sure so i mean the json is but i mean i guess you could call it a cookie i've been calling it a login token Mm -hmm. but it's basically a little bit of data that is saved in your browser 
And this tells this allows your browser to tell Roblox, hey, this person's still logged in. Please, you know, keep their session going, that sort of thing. And this kind of in the same sort of way, like when you may click a login and you say, remember me on this computer for 30 days. Uh, it's a little bit different, but along those same sort of lines. Now, if a hacker tricks you into handing over that chunk of JSON or otherwise gets it from you, they can use their own uh, browser plugin. You know, there's plenty on Chrome. I imagine there's some on Firefox as well, where they use that plugin, they import that chunk of JSON, and now they can basically be you um, and log into the site. It's kind of similar to a story we did a while ago that was also very interesting about how hackers broke into EA by buying a login token for an employee's Slack um login session um technically a little bit different but conceptually very very similar and that's why the beamers and the hackers want to get this hrr data it's fascinating the more i learn about hacking and having these conversations so much of it just comes down to talking someone into something so much of it is just is just social engineering that's that's so much of all of these hacks um and i also understand that they're not it's not just cryptocurrency it's not just like direct cash uh transfers but there's also paypal accounts getting involved and people's paypal accounts are being compromised what's going on here um so it it varies between the accounts uh varies between the different methods the one that we mentioned in the story is that if you can trick somebody into telling you the PayPal account linked to their Roblox account. So it's like, oh yeah, my, my PayPal is my PayPal at Gmail and that is linked to my Roblox account. You can then use a generator, which is shared freely in these Discord servers, where you can automatically make a fake PayPal payment confirmation screen. So you type in the amount you want, 200 euros or whatever. Uh, you type in the email address of the account that you know is linked to the Roblox one, you press generate, and you get a very pretty-looking, very official-looking PayPal confirmation screen. You then send that to Roblox saying, look, I'm clearly in control because the, the only the person who owned this PayPal account could see this confirmation screen. And, you, and then Roblox will then give them access to the Roblox account and they can you know, remove the other person's email address from it and basically take over the account that way. So the social engineering isn't just on the victims themselves the social engineering can be on roblox as a company as well in the same sort of way as we mentioned where the scammer bribed a roblox employee to then access different accounts you know the every tool in the book is being used here and i did see some uh i did see some rumblings of malware but i didn't go fully in depth into that because it uh, it didn't seem super interesting at the time, but maybe I'll go back to that. But there's the entire spectrum of hacking and social engineering techniques like on display here for sure. What are the incentives for the people that are running the marketplaces, the secondary marketplaces where the stuff is being traded? They must know surely where some of this stuff is coming from, right? Right. So there are two main marketplaces, maybe a few more. One's called Adurite, which is the more recent one. Another one is called Place. And Place had an issue where people would sell items, or, or sorry, they would buy items from it, and they would do a chargeback, which is, you know, you go to the credit card processor, or you go to PayPal or whoever, and you say, hey, that wasn't me. So they'll get their money back, but they still get to keep the item. 
very frustrated with that, a few people made Adirect that was focused on providing trades in cryptocurrency. And obviously, you can't do a chargeback on Bitcoin uh, because it's, you know, it's written to the blockchain. And that's one of the defining features of this technology. Uh, They have introduced PayPal. um, But, you know, I imagine most people are probably going to be doing it in cryptocurrency, at least if they want to avoid that. The attraction to them is that they can take a they take a cut of every sale. You know, every time an item is sold on their platform, they will take a slice of that. And that's how they can generate revenue by simply providing this eBay sort of platform, you know, just like Amazon uh, or just like eBay taking their cut as well. And you spoke to some of the people that run these uh, marketplaces, right? And they were fairly unrepentant, I think. Is that a fair way to put it? Yeah, I, I think YR, who I spoke to, um, and PD, YR, I think, was quite um, caged in their answers, I would say, uh, because we were having a chat and we were originally going to do a voice call. And then I think he spoke to some people and he says, no, with us only do it over text now. And when I would send a question, it would take quite a while for an answer to come back, which pure specula- speculation on my part, I imagine they were talking about how to respond to the journalist. Um and I would get these very caveated, very hedged answers. Um, you compare that to a YouTube video that um, YR did with uh, with Roblox-focused uh, YouTube channel. They did an interview. He was much more blunt, saying, you know, there's a 95% chance that the item is poisoned, which is another word for beamed. Um, even earlier on in the conversation, he, he seemed to downplay the significance of poisoned items on the marketplace. So I did reach out to give him a chance to respond and like, what's with this 95% comment? Uh, and he didn't get back to me, at least in time for uh, publication anyway. Um, so yeah, they weren't super forthcoming, but the information was still very interesting just on how these markets um, operate and generate revenue. What is the Roblox Corporation doing about this? Um, legal stuff mostly is what I'm seeing is that I think place was temporarily shut down, uh, or at least it, definitely temporarily cause they're back now. Um, their domain was inaccessible, which, um, in the discord server at the time, somebody said that was because of a legal threat. Um, more concretely, there's the site called, um, RBX flip, which is a gambling website where you go and you, you bet your items against somebody else's items for, on a coin flip, or you can do rock, paper, scissors, or so, some sort of other game as well. Um, they have had Roblox contact Amazon web services. That was their host at the time and get taken down. Uh, apparently Roblox contacted another host after that and also got taken down. But now RBX flip has moved to, um, another, as they say, offshore provider. Uh, you know, I'm sure that's easy to find. I just honestly did not have time to look, to look up the, uh, the, the DNS and who is and all that, you know, maybe I'll get to that later. Uh, but they're clearly resilient in the same sort of way. A lot of fraud or cybercrime groups are, you know, and that's what Roblox is doing. It's mostly on the legal side. And then on the security side, you know, they stress, they do offer two FA to users. They stress that, uh, before the the JSON chunk that lets you log in, there is a big warning message saying, do not share this with anybody. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't, I imagine. Um, and it was mostly, they, they stress that, that we can't police stuff outside of Roblox. And that is why we ban all of this sort of activity, because we can only control stuff that's in platform, in ecosystem. You know what I mean? Uh, they can't control trades that are happening on Discord because it's so decentralized, uh, which is a fair point to make. Um, but that was what they were emphasizing with me anyway. Do they ever do account rollbacks? Like, you know, somebody gets hacked and they just reset it to a previous instance, anything like that? 
Yeah, so Roblox will return items that have been sourced through hacking to the original uh, owner. And one person I spoke to, Linkmon99, who's a pretty high-profile YouTuber when it comes to Roblox, they were known uh, and maybe still are as the richest uh, Roblox player. Um, they had items stolen. They said they eventually got them back, you know, and Roblox intervened, that sort of thing. Uh, the person who's at the beginning and the end of the piece, Asil, they haven't got their items back, but to be fair, there's some complicating factors about their account because they shared it with a friend and the friend gave it to them. So you can kind of see why it may look a little bit dodgy on Roblox's side. But Roblox only offers one item roll back, uh, roll back per account, which if you've had a lot of items stolen, <laughs> that's not very good. Um, which is often the case. You know, I've seen the screenshots and the videos of these trays, and they're not just stealing one item, typically. They're stealing a whole lot. They're emptying these people's pockets. Uh, but when I went to Roblox about that and said, why do you only offer one? They said that, um, you know, well, we do it on a case-by-case basis. So uh, maybe they do uh, help out in other, other instances. How can people keep themselves safe in Roblox? Yeah, I mean, the usual stuff. 2FA for sure. Um, in case they get your password from old breach, something like that. Um, never share your HRR file. Like the, I, I cannot think of a legitimate circumstance when you should share it. Um, even like Roblox security, they're not going to ask for it. They don't need it to log into. So just simply never, never save, um, never share that file. And, you know, some people say don't click on links, generally speaking, sure. But, you know, we're also trying to use the internet. So (laughs) you've got to click on some links, right? But just be very, very vigilant about what you're clicking on, especially when you get messaged by a random person on Discord out of the blue, you know? Are you you still working on this story? Do you have a, do you think there's going to be any follow-up? I know you've been on it for a couple of weeks here. Yeah, there's definitely some follow-ups coming that we can maybe talk about uh, a later date. But there, there is a much, more, there's much more going on, both in the, the quote-unquote legitimate side of Roblox and the underground, obviously underneath it as well. So, yeah, maybe I become the Roblox guy now. I'm up for that. <laughs> it's fascinating um, to watch this stuff play out in this space. I think because I think this is all stuff that is going to scale up and get wilder in the uh as we move into these virtual worlds like i don't think that facebook is going i don't think the meta thing for facebook is going to work out very well but i think you've already because you already have roblox you already have second life you already have vr chat and all these other virtual worlds that have already they're already pretty established and i think that it is going to get more popular and more people are going to get involved and the problems we're seeing in roblox are going to go mainstream for lack of a better word. Um, so I think it's a good beat and I think we should stay on it. Mm-hmm, totally. Joseph Cox, thank you so much for coming on to cyber and walking us through this. Where can people find your work? Uh, just motherboard, motherboard.vice.com or you can follow me on Twitter, Joseph F Cox. Thank you for everybody that tuned in. I know we did one a little bit early this week, but we are doing two uh, cyber episodes every week now. Uh, this will be on uh, uh, wherever fine pods are casted here shortly, probably later today, um, in case you missed the beginning of it. And the stream will be up for the video for a few days. And we will be back, we will be back a little bit later this week with another uh, tale of uh, you know cybersecurity. Stay safe out there. Until then, don't let anyone know your uh, login information to your Roblox account. Goodbye.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 